Chapter 1 Wortham, Texas, 1877 I saw her when she got off the 10 a.m. stage. She was about five foot two, had curly brown hair, and was dressed in a light brown skirt with a thin, extra tight white blouse. Her boots looked a little out of place on such a pretty thing. I wasn't the only one that saw her. That always happened when a pretty girl arrives. The men would stand around gawking, and the women would stick their noses in the air. I mopped my forehead with a dirty bandana, then stopped loading things and glanced at her again. She finished giving the stage driver directions about her many suitcases and boxes, <laughs> about twenty of them, then headed my way. Is this your wagon? I just looked at her for a moment. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were in charge of it. I see you're wearing a badge. So can you tell me who owns this wagon? The wagon belongs to me. I'm the temporary nighttime deputy. I just haven't taken the badge off this morning. What can I help you with? I bent down and started fiddling with the harness. Is this wagon for hire? I need to get these boxes to Roland Springs. I remembered with a grin the last young girl I got involved with. She was a firecracker, all right, and I had a feeling this brunette would be her match. I was now crowding forty, stood in even six feet, and had grayish hair and gray eyes. I stopped messing with the harness and stood up straight, looking into her slate-blue eyes as she was standing on the platform above the street. "'What is it you'd be wanting a rig like mine for?' As I stated, I have to take these boxes to my uncle in Rolling Springs. You do know where that is, don't you? Now you done hurt my feelings. Of course I know where it is. I carry freight there all the time. What is it you got in them boxes? I'll pay extra, she said, if you don't concern yourself with what's in the cargo. Do you think you could handle that? Depends on how much extra you're talking about. How does fifty dollars over your regular fee sound? "'Move out of the way,' I exclaimed, "'so's I can get them loaded.' "'They weren't all that heavy, "'so it made me wonder all the more what I was hauling. "'I set my load out of the wagon to make room for hers. "'I'd have to deliver it another time. "'I got all the boxes loaded, along with her luggage, "'and tied everything down. "'Climb aboard and let's get moving.' "'She pulled herself up beside me on the wagon seat. "'I had to admit that... Even as an old cuss, I still admired the fairer sex, and she sure was a pretty little thing. She settled onto the seat beside me. Get a good hold on something. It's gonna be a rough ride. She gripped the sides of the seat and said, I'm ready. I slapped the reins, snapped my whip over the horses' heads, and we jerked as we headed out of town. How far is it to Roland Springs? She hollered over the noise of the wagon. About fifteen miles, give or take. We should get there close to midnight. You in a hurry? Not really. I was just wondering, are the roads always this rough? Pretty much, I replied. We rode a few more miles without either of us saying anything. I did, however, sneak glances at her. She sure is a good-looking girl. Do you have any water? I could sure use a drink. Canteen in the back there. You want me to stop so you can get it? That won't be necessary. I'll just crawl over the seat and grab it. You, you ought not try that. 
She started to stand up when the wagon hit a chuck hole and bounced her right onto my lap. I held on to her to keep her from falling out and almost lost control of the reins. When she scrambled to gain her balance, it only caused more trouble, so I pulled up on the reins and hollered for the team to stop. They finally came to a halt, and I helped her sit up straight. You should have waited for me to stop, I told her. I was sure I could climb over without any problem. Found out different, didn't you? 